Welcome rock and metal fans. Coming to you from the barns of Amish country and pastures of cows are those two bad boys of rock and metal. B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Bringing you the best rock and metal bands from the 80s and 90s. And today, playing and discussing music from the featured bands with special guests, interviews, contests, and much more. So grab a beer and turn it up. It's time for the Headbangers Vault. Coming at you live from the Garage of Destiny. This is the Headbangers Vault. I am the B1 Bomb. And I'm the Smuts. What's up, everyone? Well, Smuts, tonight we're going to talk about grunge yes now i know that me and the smuts and nikki lane we've been pretty hard on the grunge era but you know what there are a few bands that me and the smuts like very few for me but i've got a little bit more i've gotten a little bit more respect towards these bands here so we're gonna bring a few of them Mm. there okay See if you guys in the audience are like these bands. If you don't, call us and yell at us, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Phone lines are open. So, Smuts, go ahead. I'll let you take All a crack right. well, here. Well, I got, well, probably one of my favorite uh, grunge bands, Alice in Chains. Yeah, that's a lot of people's favorites. Formed in 1987 by Jerry Cantrell and Lane Staley. Yes. And, you know, they went through the 90s a little bit different than some other bands yes. that, you know, I mean, I like Nirvana, I like Soundgarden. Not a huge Pearl Jam guy, Ooh. but uh, their first album was good. But uh, these guys were different yes, they than were. them. They even played on the Monsters of Rock tour with, what was it, Megadeth and Anthrax and Slayer and... Yeah, here's one of my faves. Jar of the Lies. I believe it was in 1994. That's a pretty good song. Yes, it is. These guys were formed in 1987. Yep. By Jerry Kane Trail. Drummer Sean Kinney. Of course, Staley's passed away. Yes, and they've moved on with another vocalist, and he's just as good. He sounds good. These guys are still cranking out the tunes. There's another one I like. This is a sad song. This is very depressing. You wouldn't want to listen to this drinking all them bouche lattes there. Oh, it's, I have. This would make you very <laughs> sad, man. These guys were doing some heavy drugs or something yeah. because, man, it didn't sound good. And this was off of Dirt. That yes. was a big Huge. album. Big. It had a lot of hit songs. Those songs are on the radio all the freaking time. Oh, yeah. I think everybody I knew at this point in time had this cassette oh, or this CD. Absolutely. Because we were always playing this CD like all the time at the parties and in the cars and everywhere else. I mean, these guys have so many good songs. They're pretty good. I like them. And I've come to appreciate them, like you said earlier. Yeah. A little later now. I think a lot of people like these guys. Even all of us metalheads, we kind of like these guys. Right. Here's another one. It's got me through. Many nights. Over now. Now, what is this off of? Uh, I can't remember what the name of the album is. The one that's got three-legged dog on it. I can't remember what album it is. That was their self-titled album. Okay. It came out in 1995. I remember driving about 45 minutes to go to Best Buy to get this album because I was so excited when it came out. Fast forward a little bit here. This is another staple on the radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this song was on the radio all the time. 
Okay. Yeah, those guys broke up for a while, then they came back. Okay, schmutz. Here's a band that I really like. Okay. Smashing Pumpkins. See? These guys are great. I don't know. They got some good songs, but I never really got into them. songs. Man, schmutz, can't believe you don't like these guys. These guys were huge in the 90s. As of 2012, they have sold 16.7 million albums. I almost thought they'd have more. Wow. Well, they probably will in the future because they keep coming out with new albums. They have 11 studio albums, four live albums, and many compilations. I mean, it's just it's freaking insane. I thought they'd have more. I really did. Just hold on to your pants. This is off of Gish. This is their first album from 1991. It didn't do too well, but it got positive reviews. It sold one million copies in the U.S. Had a cool video for this song. And cool thing about this album, it didn't sell too good. But on the College Music Journal chart, this guy extremely popular, okay. extremely popular, and it was number one. Really, number one, and I guess Caroline Records didn't even think it would go that big. Mm. Little B1 fun fact here: Gish was the highest-selling independently released album of all time until the release of The Offspring's album their first album wow that's pretty pretty big yeah it is pretty big these guys had a a good start I know our buddy the Woody he's uh, in love with this band we should add him on for this yeah I know he would have known all kinds of stuff now I did really like Siamese Dream. You gotta admit there, Schmutz. That's a good album. Good album. This That's is a good album. Freaking good. 1993. Released on Virgin Records. Received widespread acclaim by audiences, critics, and everybody else. And is also considered one of the finest alt-rock albums of all time. Boom. This guy's had a lot of backfighting and infighting and fighting in every which way when this came out, but they managed to put it out. Regarded as one of the greatest albums of the 90s. Wow. Yeah, I like this album there, Schmutz, and it did chart about 10 countries. Wow, pretty cool. That's big. I can remember seeing this album one time. We were in this studio for a guy I knew and he had it laying on the side on the guitar amp. I was like who the heck is Siamese Dream? Then I was like wait a second this is Smashing Pumpkins. I was like hey that's kind of cool. I think I've heard of these guys because they had a real weird album cover. Right. Yeah, so I kind of like eh, I have to check these guys out. It's not my cup of bush latte. Okay. Now we go to Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. I like this song. This album was huge. Oh, yeah. It was huge. Came out in 1995. 28-track album. To the CD. Yeah, this is when they went real big. Yes. Bullet Butterfly Wings was number one in the U.S., went crazy the first week. I mean, it was their only album to top the Billboard 200. Spawned five singles. It went diamond. That's big. That's huge. That's bigger than Neil Diamond. Oh. oh, oh. This is Tonight, Tonight, Dead Zero, Bullet with Butterfly Wings, 33. It earned the band seven Grammy Award nominations and nine to seven. As well, nine MTV Music Awards. Wow, when they played music. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is good. I mean, this sucker charted in over 21 countries. It was number one in the U.S. The Sweden. Sweden. Number one. We love them. 
New Zealand, Canada, Australia. Wow. Big. I love this album. This is good. This got a lot of good, good songs. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. And I got to say, I, I do rank Smashing Pumpkins up high on my grunge album chart. I do not be one. I'm sorry to hear that so much. Oh, man. What's wrong with you? Great. This album's a good album. I'll give him that. Give him props on that. He's I will. Okay. There you go. Smashing punk. I don't know. These guys probably didn't do hookers and blow or no. They no. were too weirded out. Yeah. That's, maybe that's why I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was a little different in the grunge era. I don't know what these bands are all up to and what they were doing. They were on some heavy drugs, a lot of them, though. Right. I mean, some heavy drugs. Right. How's this there, Schmutz? I know you like these guys. Dishwater. Dishwater, yeah. This is a number of many bands that I love in this era. They're good. These guys are from Santa Barbara, California. Signed on Pavement Records right they now. They are now. Yes, they are. These guys had a lot of good songs. Unfortunately, their original lead vocalist, J.R. Richards, is no longer with them. And they have put out an album in 2017. Yes. Not too bad. It's actually a pretty good album. Yes. This was off of And You Think You Know What Life's About. It did not get near as popular as Pet Church, which everybody had because of that Counting Blue Cars, and we all know that song. We all know that one. I got a slow one just for the show. This should have been a big hit, Schmutz. This is Until I Wake Up. This song is pretty powerful. I almost played this on our Battle of the Ballads with Aunt B. I was going to play this. It's a pretty sad song. Kind of slow. This should have been a single, Schmutz. Pretty good. It should have been. Should have, would have, kid. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm liking that. Yeah. What's this called again? Until I Wake Up. This is my favorite song on this album. This is my favorite album by these guys. I can play it. A song off their new album, their newer album, oh, if you'd like. Yeah, played that. Got one other kind of okay. slow one for you here, Schmutz. Right. We'll I like that one. New. This is Nashville Skyline. This is off of Opaline, their third album. Third album was a little bit more mellow, but still kind of cool. Yeah, I really like these guys. These guys are around in concert. I'd like to go see them. Yeah, I would too. I've always wanted to see them live. My brother see him with J.R. Richards. He has his own solo music going on now. Has quite a few albums too. Really. That's a good. Yeah, you know, these guys kind of came out like when Candlebox, Gin Blossoms, Alien Ant Farm came out. You know, they're just one of those many bands that had this kind of unique sound. They were grunge, but yet they were still kind of rocking, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. There's one off the newer album. 
singer's not bad. I mean, I think he's still pretty cool, though. Sounds similar. Yeah. Yeah, I really like this album. Yeah, this newer album's awesome. Yes. We need to look at these guys, see when they're touring their schmutz. I'll have to do that. Good stuff. Yes, it is. podcast without the reverend Uh-oh. coming at you there's a band that i like these guys were called johnny q public i've seen these guys in concert they i don't realize i don't good. think i've ever heard of these there guys. was a lot of christian grunge bands that came out too kind of a modern sound a little bit they had Kind of a charismatic theology with their lyrics a little bit. They were signed to Goatee Records. Debut album Extraordinary was released in 95 and got mainstream distribution through Elector Records. Nice. And their song Body B got national exposure and the video got picked up on MTV. This is Preacher's Kids. You do some Preacher's Kids there, Schmutz? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And they were always really wild, too. Yeah, they may be more wild than most people. Yes, they were. They were just sheltered. Once they got out of that shelter, they're animals. Someone. One of my best friends was a Preacher's Kid. Yeah, they were wild. One more there was kind of cool. This was called Violins. Their second album, Welcome to Earth, was released on Goatee and Roadrunner Records. Which Roadrunner Records had a lot of the really heavy... Yeah, huge. Like, heavy hitters. Thrash bands. And somehow these guys ended up on... That record label. It's kind of weird changing it up a little bit. They toured with two other big Christian bands at the time in support of that album, and that was Bleach and Skillet. We all know who Skillet is. Oh, yeah. These guys did break up in 01, so they're done, unfortunately. I do have one coming up. Found another that he likes. I really do like these guys. Might be my favorite grunge band. That's pretty big, schmutz. Breaking news. And they, they were, they were, bells. they were not as big as some of the other ones, but they were getting pretty big. They're pretty big. So you throw it at us, there. I'm gonna throw it out. Seven curious. Mary Three. Yeah, there you go. A latecomer in the grunge movement. They formed in 1992, taking their name from the TV show Chips. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And they had their big breakthrough in 1995 with Cumbersome, which was huge. See, there you go, Schmutz. You're finding some grunge that you're liking as we dig more into the vault. I mean, everyone's had to hear this song. This is a big mainstay. Then Then I'll play my favorite song by these guys, I think. This brings back a lot of memories in my 20s. Oh, wow. I mean, Water's Edge. That's a good one. These guys are just a little different than everyone else. Yeah. Just a unique sound by the singer. Yes, they were. Are they still around? Uh, I do not know. Look into that. I'll 
play my favorite Seven Mary Three song. Is it a ballad? Lucky. Boy, how did I guess that? Life in the district. French Quarter says it yeah, this song's so awesome. Real. I've never heard this. You've never heard this song? No. This song used to be on the radio. Yeah, I never heard it. And he pales up next to me. Scrawl on the page. These guys broke up in 2012. Dang it. This, this chorus, sorry, I'm is awesome. <laughs> Maybe she gave her a call. Center of the song. Here comes. This is awesome right here. If I stay lucky, then my tongue will stay tight, and I won't betray the things that yeah. I Simple, but damn good. There's not yeah. enough years underneath this belt for me to admit the, the way, way that I felt. These guys had seven albums out. I had not known that yeah. at this time. Yeah. I do remember these guys were on tour quite a bit back in the day. Back too. in the Some day, I remember one time on uh, PBS, come home late. You know, I used to have just a Farmer Five. My mom and dad did and came home late. Turned on PBS and they had Seven Mary Three live in concert. Yeah, they did once and it was in a while. Pretty good. Actually, PBS still has those live concerts sometimes. Yeah, this is a good song. So, I like Seven Mary Three. That's maybe one of my favorites. Press there, schmutz. Yeah. Threw out a curveball there. Mm -hmm. I'm throwing everybody a curveball out, too. I just uh -oh. seen these guys last year in concert. Okay. This is Hoobastank. You love these guys. Yes, these guys are formed in California in 1994. Signed to Island Records. I'm starting out with this song because I think this song is one of their best. It's called The Letter. Everybody knows their biggest hit single, The Reason. I'm kind of sick of that song. I'm not going to play that one, but right. man, this song's pretty good. Same place we always go. I'm absolutely sure he doesn't know. Those words jump off the letter that I found behind our bed. Haunting me. That's pretty good, Schmutz. It's okay. Yeah, these guys are pretty good in concert, too. They put up a very good show. I don't know. After these guys' first album, I just kind of... You just got to keep listening to them. They got some other hidden gems like this song. Here's one everybody knows. This song is probably yeah, this is one a good of song. my favorites by these guys. This is Running Away. This peaked at number two on the U.S. I remember it was big. Modern Rock Chats. And they played this live. It did sound pretty good. I was impressed. These guys are still around, believe it or not. Put out their last album in 2018, so I think maybe they could be coming out with some new material. I haven't heard any of their newer stuff, but I assume it's probably pretty good, so I'm gonna have to go check some of it out. Yeah. of a more rocking sound than the grunge sound but then they kind of lumped in with that grunge hair a little bit 
Okay, Schmutz, I do got one for you. Let's see if you like this band. Okay. This is another one of my favorite grunge bands. I do not. Oh, smuts. We're going to turn up louder then. <laughs> These guys were formed in Chicago, Illinois in 1992 by vocalist, guitarist Nina Gordon and Louise Post. These two harmonize very well. I mean, they did. This is Volcano Girls off of their 97 album, Eight Arms to Hold You. got their name from Schmutz. Where'd they get it? From a spoiled rich girl on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. After this album, Nina Gordon went on her own as a solo artist. They put out a few crappy albums and then she did rejoin the band though. And this was a big song. This was on the radio a lot. So was Seether. Off their other album? Yep, yep. That was a big that one. That was a big too. one. Yes. Everybody likes either. I like this one a little better. I love the guitar work in this. And I did discover in 2015 these guys put out an album called Ghost Notes. I had no idea they had an album out there. I know it's kind of dated now, but there's a song on there that was really good. This is the Museum of Broken Relationships. And I thought this song was really cool. It captured kind of the early Veruca Salt sound a little bit. still pour a little bit so they're still around a little Good stuff. Find some for us. I got some. Okay. Gotta hear the chorus. No, no, I can almost forget about these guys. Oh man. That's pretty good. I just can't get into it. Pretty good. What do you got, schmutz? I about did not even put these guys on here. Candlebox. And I love these guys. You bring these guys up a so, lot and you forgot about them. I about did. I about didn't say anything about them. Man, smuts. So I'm going to play one of their newer songs off their new album. This is a good one, My Weakness. I mean, you know all the far behind. Yeah, we you all know songs. Cover me. Yes. This is new and this is good. Pavement records. And I'm glad a record place will sign bands like these that used to be big. Maybe not so much anymore, but touring, they're selling out decently sized venues. That's awesome. Another good one. Sweet summertime. And this came out last year. 
Actually, this came out before that. This is not on the same album. This is off of a different album. Yeah. What would this album be? Uh, you're going to ask that. That is off Love Stories and Other Musings. These guys kind of evolved a little bit. They had a really tight grunge sound back in the 90s, and they kind of got more rocking as they moved on through the years. Yeah, I mean, it's good stuff. A lot of people, you know, go back to their first album, and then they just kind of faded away. No, not really. No. They have awesome. Their new album's awesome. The album before that's awesome. The album before that's awesome. I mean, just because the radio don't play you. Right. You know, whatever. I mean, their second album didn't do near as good. I did not like their second album. It had maybe like a couple good songs. I did not like that album at all. But, you know, they came back. They're good. So, yeah. Check out some new Candlebox stuff. See, they were on a hiatus for a while. Yeah. That's good stuff. I like this guy. Saw him in concert a few times. I got a Canadian man here for you. Uh oh. This is I Mother Earth. I've heard of him. Yeah, these guys are kind of big back in the mid '90s when the grunge come out. These guys are pretty rocking. They had a big hiatus and they did come back in 2012 for a while. And these guys were among the top 150 Canadian artists in Canada. Among the top 40 selling Canadian artists. So these guys had a big following. Signed to Capitol Records. He came out with this cool album called Dig in '93. And it was certified gold in Canada. How many more you got, B1? Two more, and then I'll end with one last one. Okay. One of their hit songs, "Rain Will Fall," pretty cool. Remember hearing this you album? Played these, you guys, you played these guys before, haven't you? Yeah, I got a song that I haven't played that's real cool off of one okay. of their later albums. This is a cool song. This is called "Used to Be All Right." Who didn't used to be all right? Yeah. This got some pretty cool lyrics too. For seven days down in New Orleans, and it's this does have a video for this song too this has got a cool chorus I mean really cool it's got a great musician too that's pretty good I like that yeah <laughs> D1 knows it. Yeah, this is good. I love this song. This is kind of a hidden gem I discovered a few years ago. I only knew about their first album. Right. I didn't realize they had more albums. I listened to them. I was like, there's some pretty cool songs on here. I didn't realize these guys were that big in Canada, too. Really? So, hey. You just never know sometimes about some of these bands. Hey, Schmutz, what you got? You go on, I'm, I'm going to end it with one last one. If you're looking for an honest, dependable auto repair facility, then look no further than Shady Smuts Garage. 
Whether your vehicle needs brakes, engine work, or just routine maintenance, the nephew of the Smuts can do it all. Located at 8049 Whites Road, Salina, Ohio, contact Daniel at 260-849-0915 to schedule quality work today. 260-849-0915. I got a band that I think you will like here, Schmutz. 311. You like these guys? I like them. I can't say I love them. Their first album was awesome. They've got a lot of albums. After that, I'm just like, eh. They've got 13 studio albums, four EPs, signed in Capricorn Records in 92. Didn't have a lot of success. They got pretty big there for a second. 1995 on their self-titled album. Got big. Big. Went to number 12 on the Billboard 200. Because of this song, all mixed up and down. Top the modern rock tracks in 96. Yeah. These guys got such a unique sound. There is no band that sounds like these guys. I mean, they got metal. Yeah, they're very unique. Reggae, funk. As of 2011, 3.11 has sold over 8.5 million records in the United States alone. Kind of cool song. This is Transistor. Their album Uplifter went to number three, which was their highest chart position of any 311 album. This has a unique sound. Not everybody's gonna like these guys. Yeah, but I really think they're pretty cool. Got some cool guitar riffs going on. This song, Smuts, may be dedicated to you. Oh. This is called Sunset in July. Oh. Listen to the lyrics. Some of their mid-tempo songs are really good. Especially if you're drinking those bush lattes mm. on a hot July. No, I love that. Well, I can show you how it is done. There's no competitors. Time to say goodbye to the sun. It takes a better turn. Wake up. It's not your typical. We have something unpredictable. Do you really know that? I will remember this one. I'm just on your momentum. Rock out and pick up your own suppression. Like to see you have a fun in the setting sun. Sunset in July. Rock us by my Yes. You think these guys have smoked a lot of weed? I think they would. <laughs> okay. okay. 311, I gotta check out some more of their stuff. Yeah. They got a big catalog that I need to go through. Yeah, a lot of albums. Yes. Okay. Alright, I think your next band we can both agree on. Yes, this is. A band, I think they set the bar for any grunge band at all, Smuts. And I think you would agree. Yes, I do. Not going to disagree. <laughs> Sound and Garden. Yes. yes. I never got a chance to see these guys. Me neither. I mean, these guys, were, these guys were huge. Yes, and they were formed in Seattle, Washington. They're a bona fide grunge band. They formed in 84. They didn't get big until later. That's crazy. Kind of the first of a number of grunge bands signed to Seattle-based record label Sub Pop. Damn. Back in 87. 
actually released an EP in 87 and 88. This is my wave. Yeah, these guys just had a unique sound. Yes. I mean, I still remember when, like, Black Hole Sun came out. Holy yeah. cow, that was huge. That's a big song. This is off a of super unknown. I'm not going to play all those songs so you guys heard them. This is My Wave. It was, like, one of their first singles off of this album. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I love the guitars on these guys. These guys. I mean, I just yeah. love them. This is a classic. Chris Cornell's voice yeah. is awesome. It's Their second studio album, Louder Than Love, was recorded independently, but then they signed to Ammon Records in 89, making them one of the first grunge bands to sign on a major label. Wow. Louder Than Love peaked at 108, so it wasn't big yet, but it was getting there. Yep. I'm going to backtrack a little. We're going to go off a bad motor finger. Everybody should know this song. Oh, yeah. Yes, Rusty Cage. This is an awesome version. Yes. You ever seen this video? It's pretty It's intense. a good video, good Man. everything. This album is pretty cool. I got the special bonus edition that came with a second disc one time at the record store. And it's very rare. Buddy the Woody wasn't very happy he didn't get that version. No, I bet. He tried to pry out of my hands, and I said, no. <laughs> He's still jealous. This went to number 39 on the Billboard 200. Certified Devil Platinum. Now, Super Unknown was their biggest success. So it went to number yeah, that was one. Huge. That was huge. Number one, because you know it had Black Hole Sun, Spoon Man. Yeah. Now this is grunge right here. At, yeah. At its finest. Yeah, Nirvana's okay. Pearl Jam was okay, but these guys were stinking heavy. And I thought that was pretty cool. They were different. Yes. But you could still rock to this stuff. Oh, yeah. And it didn't make it depressed, either. Because a lot of that grunge was depressing, especially... Must have made some of them depressed. Early stuff. <laughs> Damn. That's good. One more. This is off of Down on the Upside. Oh, yeah. This song was on the radio all the time. Burning in my head. Several hit singles. This is one of them. Blow up the outside world. No. These guys kind of fell apart. Ninety-seven. They reunited in 2010, and they released their final album, King Animal, in 2012. And that was it. They have sold over 14 million records. I just thought that'd be more in the United States and 30 million worldwide. Okay. Still thought it'd be more. I'm sure it'll be more because these guys are still popular. It's just too bad that Chris Cornell had to pass away. Yeah. And he had a lot of solo work. And it's just oh, sad. Man. These guys could have been putting out more albums. Yeah. It sucks. These guys are so big back in the mid-90s all the way to the late-90s. They are bigger than Smashing Pumpkins, I think. Oh, definitely. And they outlasted them, too. Yes, Okay, I'm just going to briefly man. mention these guys because we have just briefly mentioned them, but I'm going to give them their credit that they deserve because, I mean, I'm not a huge fan. I saw them in concert. wasn't real impressed. I'll give credit where it's due. You do that. Pearl Jam. And these guys were huge. And I liked the first album after that. Not so much. Um, we are on the Pearl Jam bus. I got to throw one or two out. As well. Okay. 
I like this album, but it got old. I heard oh. so. I mean, this whole album's much. good. Basically, all of it was on the radio. Their second album was okay. After that, no, I like the second album. That was my favorite. Yeah, after that album was fucking garbage. Vitology had maybe not one the or band. Two good songs. <laughs> but after Vitology, I didn't care for them. Like I said, I saw them in concert and was not impressed. These guys still tour and their ticket prices are astronomical. Well, they got to pay for gas and they probably voted for him. <laughs> Everyone's heard this song. Yeah. Got your song there, B1? Yes, this song... Is still played on the radio. I love it. It brings me back to some really, really good times in the past. This is a good one. This song is good. It's a real good song. And I'm not saying they didn't have other good songs. They just right. like one or two on each album, you know. Just got off the rails a little bit for me. I like this album because it was a little bit more rock and it wasn't as grungy as 10. These guys were a little too serious, though, with their lyrics. I mean, they just were bothered by everything going on in the world, and they shouldn't have been that way. Yeah. Eddie Vedder always mouthing off about something. Yeah. Always pissed. Not my cup of bush latte. Just couldn't listen to him and just relax. And, you yeah. Know. But I, some of the songs on verses were okay. Yeah, like I said, they have good songs, just not good albums. They're good songwriters, though. I'll, I'll oh, yeah. I'm, I'm giving them credit. I put them on here. Yeah. So, give him credit. And I give Rush credit too, but I, you know, I don't yeah. like them. Oh. <laughs> All episode on Rush. Uh, yeah. My ears will be bleeding. Brother T, are you out there? <laughs> you're coming back soon. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe that we should do that when you're on vacation. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go to one. I, we can't have a grunge episode. We briefly mentioned these guys. You can't have it without this song. This is what ended my whole life. Oh man, Nirvana. And I, like I said, I can't stand this song. I used to love this song, and then I just realized that it ruined my whole entire life. <laughs> it ruined a lot By destroying of every band I love. Man. I'm actually glad you played this here, Schmutz, because I do have a song on this album. That I think is really good, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I still hear it on all channels today, besides every other freaking song on this album. Yeah, I mean, this changed the world. I kind of liked this when it came out, but I got so tired of it. Yeah. I can't even handle this song anymore. I think, I think, and I don't know, you can correct me. I think we liked it because it was just different. Yeah. Never seen this video and we were like, uh oh. Whoa, what's this? Yeah. I know Trickster didn't like it because it pretty much <laughs> destroyed their second album when it came yeah. out. It was pretty good. And they were done. Yeah, they were done. And many others followed. Yes. Now, this song was All right. really cool, Schmutz. Something in the way. If there always is. Yes, there is. If you ever seen the new Batman movie, this was actually pretty cool because they played the song when he was walking up from the shadows. Really? To put some hurt on a bunch of freaking villains. And I thought, man, that just set the mood right there. It was so cool. You got to watch that Batman movie, at least for that part, because it was really neat. I thought this song was really creepy, really moody. I guess I never really paid this song much attention. Now I keep hearing a lot on the radio. Right? It's okay to eat fish Cause they don't have any feelings Something in the Peter way Peter may beg a differ on that. 
I'm going to have to say this may be my favorite song on this album. Really? I really like this song. Wow. Probably because I haven't heard it a thousand times. <laughs> right. Oh. Our freaking take on grunge. Yeah, a few bands that we like, and some I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They sure did get in the way of all the hair bands and heavy metal acts of the day. But hey, the grunge movement did not last real long either. No. And some of the bands that came out kind of towards the end were more rocking than grungy. Right. They, you know, like. Some of the candle box stuff and dishwaller, they were actually pretty cool. Yeah. Stuff like that, Seven Married yeah. Three. Yeah, yeah. If you like grunge, check all those albums out because, yeah. you know, some of them are pretty cool. Yeah. Some not so much. There's a lot of bands that were kind of just riding the wave of grunge that came out that weren't as good. A few others that were some of the kind of hidden gems and the one hit wonders. Yep, yep. So you guys come check us out on Spotbean, Podbean, Spotify. <laughs> All that good stuff. Give us a call, you know, send us some texts, whatever you want to do. And what Nikki Lane said. If it's too loud, you're too old. God bless and we'll see you next time. Keep rocking out there, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Headbangers Vault. Bring you the best in rock and metal music and music talk with your host, B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Check us out on your social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you'd be interested in being a part of our show or advertising with us, please visit our webpage at headbangersvault.podbean.com. And remember, if it's too loud, you're too old. What? Like peaches? Moving to I love peaches. You know I do. Eat a lot of them out in the country. I like to eat a lot of peaches out in the country, for sure. I think you do. Not the fruit, people. I'm not sure how to spin that, but I'm going to just open up a can of worms. We'll see you next week. And they were put there by a man. <laughs>